The St. Louis Blues had another dominant win in their back-to-backs. And then let me tell you, this team is something special. And if you're a hater of the St. Louis Blues and you don't think that this team is capable enough, then it's time for a reality check because this team is buzzing. I'm going to tell you more about it coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Lockdown Blues. I am your host of Lockdown Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all things about our St. Louis Blues here, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am so happy right now. Not only is it Super Bowl Sunday, it is also Sunday where the Blues just defeated a Canadian team, aka Montreal, seven to two. I was trying to make it a little bit dramatic, but it wasn't that dramatic. Um, so yes, this was maybe the best win I have seen in quite a while. No trap games for the St. Louis Blues. They were able to beat the odds and wild card St. Louis Blues. Yes, I am saying that. Listen, how can you not be saying that? This team is proving yet again that maybe we were wrong about them. Maybe they are better than they than we thought. So a lot to talk about here in Locked On Blues. I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your best bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Hello, how is everybody? As I did say, it is Super Bowl Sunday, but most importantly, it's a Blues victory day. The St. Louis Blues were able to defeat Buffalo yesterday on Saturday, and then, of course, they were able to defeat Montreal today. They have an off day before going to Toronto, so that will be a challenging game. But right now, I want to focus on the 7-2 victory that the Blues had today in Montreal. Now, I want to start off by saying this, that I knew all along that this team was special. And I want to just put it out there that I knew that this team was capable of doing some great things. But did I think that Alexi Torchenko would score 25 seconds into the first period? I did not. And that really set the mood of today's game. So Torchenko was able to score 25 seconds in. And then five minutes in, Colton Pareko was able to give the Blues a 2-0 lead. Unfortunately, though, about five minutes later, Nick Suzuki was able to get a goal for the Canadians. So it was a 2-1 lead that the Blues held on to. But luckily, Ruzi on the power play was able to give the Blues a 3-1 lead. And uh, Jordan Cairo has been stepping it up. I do want to mention, though, just for the sake of it, that a very special guy assisted on this uh, goal from Cairo. And his name is Robert Thomas. And what makes him so special? I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Second period, I would say that the Blues still played a good game defensively, obviously, but uh, Nathan Walker, the Aussie, and I talked about this on the other episode the other day that I wanted to see more out of Walker, and he was able to get his fourth goal of the season, giving the Blues now a 4-1 lead. It's funny, I feel like whenever I'm on this podcast, and I'm kind of like, I'm not critical, right? But I guess I'm kind of like, oh, I expect this guy to do better. They end up always doing better the following game. So I was really happy for Nathan Walker. He played an excellent game. In the third period, Robert Thomas uh, was able to get a power play goal. It is always RT season. 
Again, we all know that Robert Thomas is my favorite player on the team. But again, 18th goal of the season and a big goal for the Blues because it's really solidified, for me at least, um, the win. Uh, And that was 31 seconds in, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that into that uh, final frame. So we have Torchenko 25 seconds into the game, and then we have RT 31 seconds into the final frame. Then we have, uh, for the Canadians, uh, Joel Amara. He was able to get the uh, Canadians' uh, second goal of the game. So it was 5-2. Another power play goal from the one and only Jake Neighbors. And then Jordan Cairo solidifies it at the end of the game with another goal. And uh, Robert Thomas now has 39 assists to his name this season. Well, and I did mention in the beginning, Thomas did assist on Kyrou's goal. He assisted on um, Neighbors' goal, well, the second one. And not the second one, I was saying like second. That was yesterday. And then he assisted on Kyrou. So lots of assisting for our boy, Robert Thomas. Jake Neighbors. Also got a Gordy Howell hat trick with an assist, a goal, and then a fight. So that fight at the end, it didn't matter because it meant that he got a Gordy Howell hat trick. Gordy Howell himself, fun fact, only had two of his own like hat tricks, if that makes sense. So uh yeah, big day for the boys in blue. Ironically enough, though, um, the blues had a lot of penalties today. I mean, so did Montreal, but the Blues had a lot. For instance, Sammy Blay for boarding, Sammy Blay for misconduct. And that was all within the first minute. Like, it was really bad, actually, like five minutes. So not that great. Um, Sonnet Quest um, had one. Sun Quest, again, tripping. Tory Krug slashing. And then Shenner tripping. Booch, misconduct, neighbors fighting. So... Lots of penalties today, but it's okay. I mean, the boys, they had 36 shots on net to Montreal's uh, 32. It was a big day for Bennington as well, being a net. Good game for him. Um, And then what else? Oh, yeah, Tory Crew got the first star. I mean, he did have five assists today. I guess I should mention that. So it was a big game for Krug. So today's stars of the game were Tory Krug, obviously Kyrie with two goals, and Robert Thomas with a goal and three assists. So a big game. A lot of players stepped up when we needed them to, especially Tory Krug. But in terms of the penalties, it just was such like a penalty kind of driven game. Um, but you know, Jordan Kyrie scoring twice was huge. And you really have to look at this team as a whole. And now the Blues, honestly, are the team that you should be scared of because St. Louis, they are able to take the lead. And even yesterday, and I know that I didn't talk about Buffalo's game um, against the Sabres, but, I mean, a 3-1 win is good. I mean, Jake Neighbors scored, and that's why I said Jake Neighbors before. Mm -hmm. Jake Neighbors scored a power play goal, actually, in the first period, Jordan Cairo in the second period, and then Jake Neighbors on the third period. So for me, at least, it is exciting because I do feel like Jake Neighbors has stepped up tremendously. I mean, three goals in two games is a big thing. But even Ruzi, I mean, scoring in both of those games. I mean, one goal against Buffalo yesterday and then two goals today. I am telling you that this team right now is on a bit of a hot streak. And it is so exciting. But, I mean, I was watching the game today. Also, I have to sometimes illegally watch the games, just an FYI, because, like, the streaming and stuff sucks. But 
I was watching the game. <laughs> I just called myself out on that. And the one thing I like about the Blues now is that they're playing a more aggressive game offensively. Once they're in the offensive zone, they're not lollygagging. They're not taking their time. They're actually taking good shots on goal. They're actually able to set up and have nice screening if they need it. And I think that's what's going to win them over. I think that they were taking too long before in the offensive zone. And now, I don't know if it's because Bannister like yelled at them before the break and was like, you can't do that. You can't have those games where you're just standing there. But especially in these past two games, I noticed that they haven't been really standing around. And for a player like Jordan Cairo, who I know I caught out and was very frustrated with, um, he has stepped up tremendously in the sense of being more um, aggressive offensively. So I think that the guys are really taking all that they did that maybe wasn't the best, okay, and are making it better. But this was, to me, at least one of the best wins that they've had this season. They've played a lot of games, okay? And I understand that. And I'm going to talk about kind of the scheduling and why I feel this way. But this game just showed their dominance on ice. And I, you know... I don't always like fighting, but I think sometimes when you're fighting to get momentum or you're fighting to just, you know, prove a point, it can really fire up a team and being an aggressive team isn't a bad thing at all. I think it's the opposite. I think that it's quite a good thing. And I think that for this team right now, it is the time to be aggressive. It is the time to be dominant because you only have 30 something games left. There's not a whole lot of games I'm remaining for the season. I know that it's still a lot. And I know that. But in the totality of things, you're past the midway point. Let's focus now on what the bigger goal is. And I'm going to talk about that more coming up. But yes, this was one of the best games that I've seen from the St. Louis Blues. Let me know what you thought. Was this one of the better games that you've seen? Was this a game where you're just like, oh my gosh, wait, this team is exciting to watch. I knew about a minute in after that goal was scored by um, Alexi that they were not losing. I actually bet on them. I put $4 to win like 70 cents, but um, they were clearly heavily favored. <laughs> and where did I bet? I bet on FanDuel, actually. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you more about it. Um, I have no words. That was a really great transition, actually. One of my best ones. All right. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Okay, so I did place a seven-leg parlay today, and I decided for the sake of, okay, my lighting's gone for a second, but I did decide for the sake of me, you know, doing this podcast today, and I would maybe go over my parlay with you because I don't really do that, but I decided for today only. So I did George Kittle, 40 plus um, receiving yards today. Debo Samuel, four plus receptions. CMC, over 90 and a half rushing yards. Brock Purdy, over 261 and a half rushing and passing combined. Travis Kelsey, over six and a half receptions. Kittle, over three and a half receptions. Debo Samuel, over four and a half receptions. And Patrick Mahomes, over 292 passing and rushing. $5 does get you 137 and 23 cents. Now, if you don't want to take that big of a chance, I understand that. You can also do my smaller, smaller parlay for Patrick Mahomes with 200 plus yards uh, passing. Um, the total points of today's game will be over 40 and a half. Rasheed Rice with five plus receptions. Debo Samuel 
50 plus yards and Travis Kelsey 60 plus yards. I also think that the coin today will be heads. So if you want to bet on that, you can as well. But I thought today was Sunday. I usually don't take a lot of time to go over what I actually bet on. But for the sake of the Super Bowl, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I give you guys my little parlay. So if you want to make some money, you can do that. But FanDuel has so many ways for you to end this season with a W, 2, or 3. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl 58, but they also have bets for which players will score your touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get over $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just join FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. That's FanDuel slash locked on to get started. Fandle.com slash locked on. Make every moment more of Fandle an official sports bike partner of the NFL. I love how I just like spit out what all my parlays are. And then if they don't hit and somebody watches this episode late, they're going to be like, well, Haley doesn't know sports and it's going to be really embarrassing, but I think it's going to hit today. So wish me the best. Um, when it comes to the St. Louis Blues, there are no trap games anymore. I really thought today was a trap game. You come back from break after being gone for 11 days. You then have back-to-backs where you have to travel. It's not even like you're at home. So, yeah, I did think that it was going to be a little bit of um, a trap game today. But they proved that it wasn't. Oh, also, I read this comment. I need to read it out loud to you because this is insane. Um, Very fitting for the Blues to score seven goals on Super Bowl Sunday. They got a touchdown today. So, yes, I agree. I like that comment a lot, Darkness. If you have any comments, again, live on YouTube, be sure to leave some comments. Join the conversation. I always enjoy talking to you, and my everydayers know that. So, okay, let's continue on. Let's continue this conversation about the games because the Blues' schedule is quite interesting, and I'm not like one where I'm like, oh, my God, let's go break down the schedule. No, like that's not me. You know that's not me. But at the same time, I do want to talk about the Blues' schedule because I did think that they, and by they, I mean the NHL, really did set the Blues up for disaster today. I really did. I was really kind of upset about it. So they play the Maple Leafs on Tuesday at 7 p.m. So they get all of tomorrow off, which is Monday, and then Tuesday night game. Good. Then they play the Oilers on the 15th, a.k.a. my birthday at home. Woohoo! So the Blues better win for me on my birthday, and that's it. Um, eight and then, well, no, seven, seven. And then on Saturday, they play the Predators at home. So it's going to be, I like it. I like the one day of rest in between. That's my jam. And then next Monday, they host the Leafs at home. So I like that. That is some good scheduling. But this is what I'm saying. Like back to back travel games are just brutal. And I thought it was really a trap game. And a part of me is actually kind of mad at the NHL because I'm thinking to myself, I understand that Buffalo, Montreal may not be that far away, but to have these like noon games on both of these days, it just didn't seem reasonable. It didn't. And this goes with my whole point. Whoever made the schedule this NHL season really needs to be reevaluated themselves because I have talked about this with, you know, fans of different teams. And I've said, you know, how do you feel about your schedule this season? And nobody likes it. Nobody thinks that this is a good scheduling for the season because this is the problem. I understand you need a certain amount of days off for the break. But why is it for the All-Star break? And I'm genuinely curious. Some teams got the week before the All-Star game and then some teams got the week after. To me, that just doesn't seem fitting. 
I know that you don't want, you know, viewership to die. I know that this is a business, but you're also screwing over teams who don't deserve to be in positions where they're playing teams that have been back already for a couple days. It just, I understand. I understand that, again, maybe I'm preaching to the wrong choir here. Maybe you like it. Maybe you're like, you know what, Haley? It gives us more hockey and less downtime. But I would rather have like those nine days or whatever, how many days that they need off all at the same time, have the game, everyone comes back at the same time. Because it wasn't enjoyable. Having two games a day, sure, it's cool if your team's playing. Like the Blues play today. I definitely watched. Obviously, I watched that. But it's like if you're just a fan and you're not really a fan of a specific team or your team isn't playing, are you going to really watch like the St. Louis Blues and the Montreal Canadiens? Probably not if you're not a fan of St. Louis. Like if you're a Blackhawks fan, are you seriously going to watch today? Probably not. So I think that the NHL needs to do better with their marketing and not even just marketing, but just their scheduling because it isn't fair. And I just felt very annoyed this week that, and I felt annoyed the week that we were playing because it's just like not the same. So whoever does the scheduling, you need to do like a hundred times better because it is honestly so ridiculous. And I think for the next two years now, there's not going to be an all-star game because next year's going to be that nation of the faces of the nation whatever game and then the season after is going to be the the olympics so yes all right let's go talk about my friends over at sleeper before i go on a really annoyed rant when this is a positive episode it's almost the halfway point of the season, Blues fans, and right now we are digging for that wild card spot. Regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. Because of Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And this is where players like a Robert Thomas, a Jake Neighbors, a Jordan Cairo can really help you win that money, okay? And you can also play Daily Fantasy, NFL, NBA, MLB, CFB, and so much more on Sleeper. I have my group chats, and it's called Don't Sleep On Me, and it's a Sleeper group chat, so you already know the vibes. So as I said about the guys that can help you win the money, if they record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more for a given game, you can win some shmoney. So to win 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blues fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail in your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. So we have to talk about the standings, all the standings. It is so good that the Blues are winning because they're still in fourth place of the Central with 58 points. Behind the Blues, though, unfortunately, is the National Predators with 56. Then you have the Minnesota Wild with 51, the Yotes with 50, and then the Blackhawks with 31. So I guess you can say that the Blackhawks are officially eliminated. Well, I don't know if it's official yet, but I'm pretty sure that it is. The Blues, though, are only nine points behind the third-place Winnipeg Jets, so they are kind of close to catching it up, okay? Avs have 68 points, and the Stars have 70. So 
12 point difference between the stars and the blues. But hey, anything is possible. Do not forget this season that we won that Stanley Cup. We were in last place of the whole entire Western Conference at the end of January. So anything is possible. But again, I'm looking at the teams that we're going to be playing. And we're going to be playing the Edmonton Oilers. And they have 61 points. And while they're in third place, I still think that we are better than them. Like even the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I know that we're switching from west to east. But the Leafs have 60 points and they're in fourth place in their respective division of the Atlantic. But I still think that the Blues could beat them. I really can't see the Blues losing. Am I delusional? Am I the problem? Probably. But I'm just so happy about how this team is playing. And especially after their game today, I can't say, oh yeah, this is a team that I can see losing against the Maple Leafs. I really can't. In tomorrow's episode, I will be previewing that game and talking in a lot more details. But right now, I would say that the St. Louis Blues, if they continue this pace, will 100% get a wild card spot, 100%. Because you cannot tell me that this talent isn't just buzzing out of these players. And, you know, it did take a little while to get to this point. I'm not going to deny that whatsoever. It has been frustrating. But right now, this team is playing some of the best hockey I have seen them playing quite a while. And even today, even Colton Pareko, I know that people have been tough on him, but it was a statement goal by him today. It really was because it shows you that these defenders also can be such a force offensively. I mean, the fact that Tori Krug had five assists today, I know that, you know, he's not everyone's cup of tea, but he has been stepping it up. And I think that overall, when you just look and you see how this team is playing, they are playing a game of hockey. That is what is expected out of them. What they've been doing before with, you know, being a little bit lackadaisical and I is not playing as well. That's not what people expected out of them. And now I can confidently say that this team right now is the St. Louis Blues that I have been waiting to see all season long. So today was a good day for the Blues. As I said, I will talk to you in tomorrow's episode. More about the Toronto game, some more details about today's win, today's victory. And uh, some more thoughts. So I will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy that Super Bowl, St. Louis. And if you're a Chiefs fan or you're a 49ers fan or you just want to see what Usher. Oh, by the way, with Usher, I think he's going to do his first song. It's going to be Yeah or OMG. I think Justin Bieber will come out. Alicia Keys. So you're always that one person. My boo. But we will see. I'm more excited about that. (laughs) Anyways. I will talk to you all tomorrow, and like usual, let's go blues.